Hello and welcome to Still Buffering, a cross-generational guide to the culture that made us. I am Riley Smurl. I'm Sydney McElroy. And I'm Taylor Smurl. Uh, ha- happy Easter for those who celebrate. <laughs> That's what the day I, is. I, I it, forgot. I know. It feels <laughs> weird doing a show on Easter. I forgot that was a thing. Well, uh, there's a big bunny that comes. <laughs> well, now, Sid, I know what Easter is. <laughs> I just it's forgot that it happened to be today. Day of egg. Day Celebrate of egg. egg. Yeah. No egg. Love egg. Uh, Dad made a low country boil yesterday in honor of Easter weekend. Is that is that is that what the Last Supper was? A low country boil? Is that related to it's, it's something? There's a Jesus thing here. I I don't know what it is. I don't know. It was good. He started using instead of the. Um, Obey seasoning. He started using these little bottles of Zatarain liquid. Oh, crab boil. It's, it's really good. I'm just that gonna say good. it was really flavor. It was the most flavorful it's ever been. Wow, that's a big switch. I know. He's never changed his low country boil. I'm surprised he was comfortable with that. Well, he's growing. <laughs> he's he's evolving. It was really good, and then the Easter Bunny visited us and um, brought us various um, candies and uh, kid cosmetics, as the Easter Bunny does. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How come yeah. the Easter Bunny didn't come to my apartment? I think the Easter Bunny did come to your apartment. Well, mm-hmm. our mom sent me a basket. D- oh, that's the Easter Bunny. That's the Easter okay. Bunny. <laughs> I'm learning so much. <laughs> Easter Bunny sent me a hat and a oh. sleeveless t-shirt. <laughs> Easter Bunny knows you. Easter Bunny knows what's up. <laughs> the Easter Bunny knows you hate sleeves. I, I hate sleeves and I love hats. This is true. <laughs> this is uh, you. This is strange. I know, but it's true. You know, the Easter Bunny didn't bring me squat. Oh, <laughs> nothing. Uh, well, Sydney, you are now a mother, so you have become Easter Bunny. <laughs> <laughs> you either uh i don't know i was gonna say die the the recipient the, of the recipient the of the basket. easter bunny long or, enough to become the easter bunny yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to become the easter bunny i've lived long enough to become the easter bunny i am easter bunny easter bunny is me mm. we are one Hail easter bunny egg. becomes her yes mm. <laughs> I, I I still I like the girls don't ask a lot of questions about the Easter Bunny. It's not like with Santa where we talk a lot about Santa, but like the Easter Bunny's kind of like we are we are pleased with the things that result from this this creature. Like I wake up in the morning, there's some can I'm allowed to eat candy in the morning first of all for some reason. There's a day where we just eat candy at 7 a.m. Yeah, um, and they like that. They like that the Easter Bunny is usually like, here's some sidewalk chalk and some bubbles, because that seems like appropriate Easter Bunny presence. Um, but they don't want to know much more about it. And I think it's just because, like, it's either a man-sized bunny or it's Wait. just a bunny that's... Oh, I thought you were going to say bunny-sized man. I thought that or was bunny, no. 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 No, no, just like a, a sentient bunny. So you can just imagine a rabbit that just like is also talking to you. And how does it carry things? And 
it's very intelligent. I don't know. That scares me. A highly intelligent rabbit that can talk, but it's just a, like a regular rabbit. Mm-hmm. That's less scary than a than a man sized bunny, though. Like walking upright in a little vest. <laughs> it's the vest that really does it. Yeah. yeah. Well, those those dead eyes at the the dead eyes. That's yeah. what I was getting. At. <laughs> it's a dead bunny eyes. Bunnies and sharks. Why do they have the same eyes? I could tell you, but you don't want to know. Mm-hmm. And why do why does he just why does he always just have a bow tie on? But it's just it's just sitting there. What is it attached to? How is it attached? Well, I mean, that's, that's you can you can that's you can buy bow ties like that. That's that's less of a mystery than I, the giant like, bunny man. There's but. no there's no shirt though. There's no shirt on underneath. Well, it's the, just on his on his bare bunny man fur. It's a pasty. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> it's it's Spirit a bow tie dumb, pasty, perhaps. I I don't I don't think. We really like we have these fictional, especially like large animal characters like that's an animal, but it's bigger than the animal really is. And when you put clothes on them, I think you really need to think about the implications of the clothes, because if it wears a vest (laughs) and a bow tie, why doesn't it wear pants? So really, you're questioning like the the Winnie Winnie the Pooh Pooh situation. Yeah, 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 so it's a Winnie the Pooh conundrum. It's a Porky Pig situation. Donald Donald Duck. Duck. Goofy and Pluto. Explain that. They're well, both that, dogs. No one, one knows wears that. Pants and a vest and well, a shirt. And I mean, and the other wears nothing. Mickey's Mickey's got his you know situation covered, but he's still just like always shirtless. Did, and Donald, yeah. no pants. It's a. Uh, there's a lot of variants in this world. <laughs> Some sometimes those things contradict each other. It's all right. It's a good lesson to teach kids. Some people wear pants. Some people don't. Well, no, not that one. Metaphorically, <laughs> not really. <laughs> no, because because uh, I mean, generally, let me, let me back that up. <laughs> in our culture, and everyone's different, but generally speaking, in our culture, if you see somebody running around outside without pants on, that's not like go make a new friend. No, well, I mean, maybe that sometimes that's illegal. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> And I'm I'm not a prude. I don't have a problem with nudity. That's just this is what we've accepted here in our culture. This is what we have decided is okay and isn't. We can I all take issue with it if we choose, but it is it is the rule. Maybe maybe the mystical creatures that deliver our cabaret eggs wear only small bits of clothing to mock our shame. Mm. <laughs> have you considered? Have it's you thought? Com- it's a complex I have not idea. Oh. Um. No, I haven't thought about any of this. I see. This is why we don't contemplate the Easter Bunny much in this house. We just accept that like we leave. And I think it's also kind of funny that like Santa usually gets like a big plate full of various kinds of cookies arranged neatly and like, you know, like a nice mug of milk. And the Easter Bunny got a carrot and a cup of water. Why the cup of water? Well, because both Charlie and Cooper looked at me and said, does he need a drink? And I was like, "Oh well, I guess." Well, what a what does what does the Easter Bunny drink? Water. I mean, I right? Like, what what is the answer to that? Like, milk feels weird. Tequila. Milk and a carrot. <laughs> <laughs> Just leave him a little shot. Leave him a margarita. I mean, it's margarita. always been hard, right? Because like, ideally, like, leave out an alcoholic beverage, please. But like. 
yeah. <laughs> then we're then but, we're showing our hand. Sid, you get to create the fiction. Yeah. You just start. Yeah, you got to leave out the Easter margaritas. That has to happen every year. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I I think Charlie is starting to be on to us. I mean, okay. Easter Bunny was the first one to go for me. Like, that's the least believable of all of the... Even the Tooth Fairy, I was like, I don't know. That's her business if she wants my teeth. Like, I wouldn't know if she's real or not. But Easter Bunny? Santa's a magical man. Easter Bunny is a (laughs) giant rabbit. I don't know how long we expect children to believe that one. (laughs) I'm just trying to, like, get this ranking here. Like, okay, Mystical Man, definitely. Absolutely. Tooth Fairy... I don't know about that, but I don't want to mess with her because mm-hmm. she's after my bones, and mm-hmm. that doesn't seem like someone you want to cross. So, exactly. Okay. Giant bunny, absolutely not. No, I've met no. bunnies; they're yeah. not giant. False. Exactly. <laughs> I In I would mind, not be surprised. Could be real somewhere. Easter giant bunnies. I don't want to believe that's real. <laughs> yeah, but if fairies are real, the last thing you want to give them is your bones. So we're that's we're true. all make, making a mm. mess of things there. I, I also would not be surprised if at any point Cooper looked at me and was like, you know, I don't believe in this crap, right? Like, you know, I mean, I I'm, I'm playing Cooper along for you, sooner. mom, but. Well, but don't you remember? I mean, I remember that when I was young, like knowing fully, like none of this is real, but it would make my parents sad if I told them that. So I won't because yeah. they seem to want to believe it. Yeah, no, that's true. I mean, I, I would not be surprised if they have private conversations about this. Like, well, I guess we'll keep this up for mom and dad. It seems like a big deal for them. Yeah, got this this shared delusion that we have to engage with. <laughs> Either way, we get to eat candy in the morning, so it's worth it. Yeah. Um. Well, I I don't I don't know. Speak. Um. I was going to try to go from shared delusion to full house. Which seemed like a natural transition there somehow, but I didn't have it. Are you, are you calling Full House a um, shared delusion? Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm calling like the version of, of life that Full House sometimes it, it asked us to accept. Yeah. <laughs> the shared delusion. That's fair. Uh, we're talking about Full House, um, not Fuller House. We're not talking about that. Um, we're talking about the original Full House. Uh, which Although I do of, have many thoughts about Fuller House. Well, I mean, you're, you let me say, you are welcome to share your thoughts about Fuller House. I will not limit you. Thank you. <laughs> this, this is not a Fuller House free podcast. <laughs> no. Uh, Full House aired, hold on, that's the final episode, was in 1995. When did this show start? Wow, I think it started in what, 86 or 87? 87, there you go. Yeah. Wow. 87, I know. It's four years old when this show aired. Um... And it was the the story of a family, um, Danny Tanner and his three children. I don't remember why the mom passed away, but the mom passed away. I don't it was remember. A car accident, right, or something like that? Was it a tragic accident? I don't remember. I, I thought it was an accident sick. of some kind. I thought she was sick. Oh, was she? I don't. You know what? I don't know. I I watched. I rewatched the very first episode. They do not say. They just say that she she mm. died, but. And it's possible they gave they gave her death a backstory at some point. Oh, they did in season eight, apparently. Um, six and a half months after giving birth to Michelle, she was killed by a drunk driver. Oh, wow. Apparently, DJ shares this story in the episode uh, 
under the influence. Oh, man. I was like, did they give her a tragic <laughs> backstory to have a very special episode? And they That's what did. it sounds like about okay. drunk driving. Yeah. yeah. That makes sense. So Danny has to raise his three children on his own, except nope, because he's going to get help from um, Joey. Who's his best friend. Who's his best friend and a comedian. Mm-hmm. And which, as I say it, it sounds really weird. Well, and, it and sounds the, like in today's context, it's like a very like Bert and Ernie situation of like, oh, but were they more than friends? You know, what de- I, mean? I, I never got that vibe from either. I know. Of them. I never that, got that vibe from them. Just saying when you phrase it that way. Yeah. So from his best friend, who's a, a comedian and then his brother-in-law. So his his late wife's brother, John Stamos, John Stamos, what Jesse Katsopoulos. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, and then they all live there together and just, you know, go through raising kids and the wacky this wacky thing called life. And the the main theme of Full House is stagnation. The important thing is that no one leaves. <laughs> 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 that, wow, we just went right into it. Is that the, why, Sid, is that why you like Full House? Because in your ideal world, like all of us in one big family live in mm-hmm. one giant house and no one ever leaves. I was yes. thinking that like Sydney's, Sydney's got these two rooms in, in her basement. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, well, you know, if you ever needed a place to stay, like you, that's, you're just trying to create a Full House situation. Mm-hmm. You just want some, some wacky mm-hmm. sister, brother-in-laws, aunts, uncles to move in and mm-hmm. uh, have shenanigans ensue. Yes. No, I mean, that's, this is all accurate. Like, this is... Th- yes. yes this is, bare. This is Are true. Are you Danny Tanner in this situation? I guess. I guess that's me. Um, I mean, because Danny was the one who always wanted everyone to stay. Mm-hmm. But he also liked cleaning. That's not like me. No. But... You and Justin collectively are Danny you, you Tanner. You are, as a unit, a Danny we Tanner. We are Danny Tanner. <laughs> we, are one, we are many. We are Danny Tanner. <laughs> No, but they do. I mean, like, obviously, the kids always live in the house. But, like, Uncle Joey has various, like, successes in his entertainment career. Like, he gets to be Ranger Joe on the Woodchuck show for a while. And, I mean, like, there are things he's doing. He gets, like, a he's a successful jingle writer along with Uncle Jesse for a while. <laughs> you You get the impression there were probably moments where he could have gotten his own place. Especially mm-hmm. once, like, Jesse's there, he gets married, and they just stay in the house in the attic. Then they have twins and just stay in the house in the attic. Mm-hmm. Which is wild. Like, they're, they're, they're married adults with jobs and twin babies, and they're like, we're just going to live in this attic. Yeah, well, it would also, to consider, is that they, there was an attic this whole time, and yet, when they introduce, like, how everybody's gonna sleep uh jesse gets a room and joey gets an alcove yes (laughs) (laughs) there was a whole attic well not only is there a whole attic do you remember later they introduced the basement well there's the garage is that there's the basement with the recording studio Mm -hmm. oh okay so why why was I don't think Danny wanted Joey to stay. Like, yeah, there you go. You can sleep by my bookshelf on this day bed. Well, and it was never clear, too, how many bedrooms there were in the house. Because, like, you can see there was the bedroom that was well-established that was both DJ and Stephanie. 
Yes. Mm-hmm. And then there was Michelle's nursery. Mm-hmm. And then there's the room that Uncle Jesse moves into that has the pink bunnies on the wall. That's all. Yeah. That's all very yeah. funny. That was a, that was what we called a joke back in the eighties. <laughs> it's funny because he's like a cool rock and roll dude, and his wallpaper he wears a has, leather jacket. <laughs> he wears a leather jacket and drives a motorcycle, and his wallpaper has pink bunnies. It's funny, um, but like ostensibly, Danny Tanner has a bedroom. Yeah. yeah. Unless where he was and that? Joey share the alcove. No, no, I, I'm sure he had his. I'm sure there was a bedroom. <laughs> it was unclear yeah. where all these rooms were because also there had to have been a bathroom. Is this a House of Leaves situation? Did the house continue to expand and change yeah. shape to to contain and trap, but also accommodate the family within? Do we ever see Danny in his room? Now that I'm thinking about it, I'm like, I don't know if that's ever. He has to have a room. I'm sure it, it, it is established I, right? at some point. I don't know. I just can't remember. I mean, there are I, lots of moments in like the girls' bedrooms and mm-hmm. in the attic, and I can't remember. I don't Do know. we ever see? <laughs> it's a big house. <laughs> Danny Tanner's bedroom. I can't be the first person to Google this. I mean, he's got like a. I mean, it's like one of those like row houses in yeah. San Francisco, right? Yeah. Those things are split up into four different units by today's standards. I know. I live in one of those. <laughs> okay. I mean, you do get to see. Hold on. Is this a topic Danny's of discussion room seen only in a few episodes. Oh. It has its own bathroom, a fireplace. And of course, it's always neat and tidy. And in Fuller House, that becomes DJ's room. Okay. He has his oh. own bathroom. And Joey still sleeps in the alcove, and he's got his own bathroom and a fireplace in his bedroom and everything? Hold up. Six, and then eventually three more, nine. So nine people live in this house at some point, Mm -hmm. and Danny gets his own bathroom. (laughs) And a fireplace. (laughs) And a fireplace. And a fireplace. Plus, they have a big dog. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Wow. Well, but I think it's also established that, at, at least at the beginning, Danny's the only one paying rent, so, or mortgages i don't know if they rent to own <laughs> yeah that's true because i mean joey definitely is not in a position to pay and i don't know what is jesse doing in the beginning in the beginning he's trying to make it right yes yeah. but he's also he's 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 an exterminator at some point so i think he's oh, working yeah. odd jobs uh while he's trying to make it and joey is working for tips at comedy clubs while he's trying to make it but what you've got to figure, though, is that, like, it, it all, I mean, it's fair in the sense that Danny has three children to raise. And if he had to do it on his own, he'd either have to get, pay for full-time child care or he'd have to, like, cut back on his hours at work or something, right? Yeah. So, like, Joey and Jesse are providing value. You know what I mean? Yeah. I know, it's, I know they're not handing him a check, but they are in the sense that they're saving him money on other, he, he has to take care of his kids. Yeah. Oh, but I, I mean, I, I would imagine he has a pretty well-paying job, though, right? Like, he, like he's a morning news ang- morning news guy. I have no idea what that actually looks like. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. But I mean, that's what he does. He does a morning show. Yeah. Wake up, San I Francisco. Forgot that's what he did. Yeah. That's how we meet Becky. Yeah. That's right. That's right. And because at first you get you wonder like, is this going to be a romantic interest for Danny? And then you know, as soon as she lays eyes on Jesse Katsopoulos, she's like, forget well, Danny Tanner. Yeah. yeah. Look at this guy. Can it's John Stamos. Yeah. Look Can at you that hair. <laughs> that mullet. Yeah. <laughs> that hair, that jacket. 
He's got a jukebox in his bedroom. He's so cool. He's so cool. It, for for me as a child, uh, as a young woman, that is the level, he was the epitome of cool. Like there oh, was sure, not yeah. a cooler human than Uncle Jesse. Like, well. which in retrospect, being like in the early '90s and your whole thing is like channeling Elvis, now seems like that's a that's a little weird. <laughs> yeah, it does. Works this time. That is that is weird. That, that was his. Yeah, like, like Uncle Jesse, grunge is happening. What what kind mm-hmm. of what do you how are you change up your aesthetic a little bit? It just reminds us that like the people who are making TV shows are so rarely of the generation that is currently happening. Absolutely. <laughs> like Uncle Jesse is considered cool because he's like the Fonz, <laughs> you know, because like that's what our model is. Like, remember when we grew up and we loved the Fonz? So no. let's make that. And it's like, well, uh, but that was a long time ago. <laughs> that's not really it anymore. This is TV for, for old, an older generation. <laughs> Imagine a character like that showing up on TV now as like the cool character. Like my whole thing is I'm like Elvis. <laughs> yeah. What would be the what would be like the current articulation of that? I don't know. I'm really into mm. the Backstreet Boys. <laughs> yeah, like my whole thing is I'm kind of like I'm in a boy band. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I guess right. Yeah. Unless it is Justin like grunge. Timberlake? Unless no. grunge is the cool thing now. Unless you show up and you're like. You know, a flannel and that's that's not that's not fair hair because it is the cool thing now. Like it is unironically, all of that is back. Or or do we just think that because of how old we are? I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> well, while while you all contemplate that question, let's check the group message. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to make everyone question their reality. <laughs> Uh, so, you know, I, I love, um, listening to music, listening to podcasts. Um, it's really important for me though, that, um, when I'm doing that, especially when I'm traveling, I I love to spend time that way that my earbuds don't fall out of my ears. And that has been a consistent struggle for me until I found Raycon wireless earbuds. Uh, they are great because they're high quality. Uh, They don't fall out. They have a great fit. They're very comfortable. Um, And you're getting the best price. So you're paying less for a high quality brand of earbuds that you're really going to enjoy. And that's Raycon's whole mission. You shouldn't have to pay uh, an arm and a leg to just get good quality sound and, you know, something that's going to feel good, smart technology. uh, And then you're going to be able to enjoy, you know, your, your tunes, your jams, your whatever you know slang term you like to use for music that that the kids are saying today uh they have an easy and free return guarantee they offer two years of product protection insurance for just a few bucks they have over fifty thousand five-star reviews so you don't have to take just my word for it uh fifty thousand people have gone have taken the time not only do fifty thousand people enjoy them probably a lot more do because that's just the number that have taken the time to give them five-star reviews um i can tell you that uh, again I love the the custom gel tips uh, with a s- extremely comfortable fit. Um, the The quality of the sound is absolutely the best. Uh, they have noise isolation. They have customizable sound profiles. They're water and sweat resistant. So if you like to wear them while you're working out. Um, and eight hours of playtime. So I, I just, I, I can't say enough. Uh, Raycon wireless earbuds are really um, everything you want 
for a better price. Taylor, if our listeners want to check them out, what should they do? Well, they should go to buyraycon.com slash buffering today to get 15% off your Raycon order. That's buyraycon.com slash buffering to score 15% off. Once again, that's buyraycon.com slash buffering. As I was looking up the rooms, um, (laughs) you're right that uh, the garage was the basement, Tay. Okay. It was the garage, oh. but then there's an episode called Joey's Place where they turn it into a bedroom for Joey. How, so how many seasons does he have to wait to move out of the alcove? Yeah. It's, in, it's later in season one. Okay. So he's only there okay. for a little bit. All right. Um, but then, of course, there's the attic. Now, the, the garage, it's interesting because, like, they say later on it becomes Jesse's studio. Mm-hmm. So I don't know where does Joey go. Maybe at that Joey point? got Jesse's room because Jesse moved into the attic. Mm. Oh. I bet you're right. That would make total sense. This or, you, you or guys again. can make a great YouTube video that will get so many views if you like put together a whole timeline of when people were in which rooms in the Full House canon. Well, because there's like seasons one through four. There's Jesse's room. Prior to that, it was Stephanie's room. Mm-hmm. Then it becomes. No, you're right. It becomes Joey's room. Uh, I mean, or again, is this is this a haunting of Hill House situation where there's one room that is whatever anybody needs it to be, and this is just a some sort of eldritch, <laughs> a full house. I, I I do. I think so. I'd like and I a- mean. What does this IP up come up for grabs? It's gonna be <laughs> some sort of terrifying. <laughs> this house won't let you leave. You must. On you some... must stay here and be family. And well, anybody and that I tries mean... to move forward in time or in their life is replaced by like a younger version of themselves. I mean, that's basically that's what's happening, right? With Fuller House, which I, I know we're not talking about Fuller House, but like <laughs> they just all return to the house. They cannot leave. They must oh, return yeah. this next generation and carry on their existence within the house. That is as you were destined to do. Your inescapable um, destiny of the house. Which I don't know if these are all, if this is all like a commentary on how um, ridiculously high housing costs are in San Francisco. I was going to say, that's like <laughs> back at this time period, I don't, it, you, these people could maybe find housing, but absolutely not now. Uh, a, right. a comedian? No. <laughs> I think we personally know like 15 <laughs> like well, living out west. That is a good point. Like, so you've got like a comedian, a uh, morning show host, and then Jesse does a series of odd jobs until, I mean, I guess his band does become successful enough to make a music video. That sounds like the three careers that are barely paying month to month a three bedroom apartment in Brooklyn, from what I understand. (laughs) Now they do bring like Becky moves into the house and she's also a morning show host. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they bring that income. Um, but then they add two more babies. Yes. So, so many there's two babies. more. Two, yeah. Two more people to feed and raise mm-hmm. pay for. That's and there's so lots of like bedroom remodelings and mm-hmm. makeovers and new looks. People are constantly getting. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't, yeah. I don't think it's practical. And the, well, and then it's they buy the situation. club. They buy that that bar, right? Yeah, that's true. So that Jesse's Jesse and the Rippers will have a place to play. 
What does that say about his band that they yeah. had to buy a club to they had to have somewhere to play? I, I listen. I know what you're saying. I mean, that's all fair, and I don't think we have great evidence on the show that like Jesse and the Rippers becomes like an international success or something. Um, I mean, if they do, you would think they would have moved out of that attic. You would think so. That's not no. That's not the the, the rules of this <laughs> this show's universe. You have to stay. Yeah. But I mean, I think that because it's John Stamos, sometimes it's somewhat believable because when he is singing that, like when he looks at Becky and he's like, if every word I said could make you laugh, I'd talk forever. I mean, it's just like your heart melts, you know? You, mm-hmm. Your heart melts, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know you loved John Stamos so much, Sid. Well, he's just, you know, he's John Stamos. I mean, yeah. He still looks the same, too. Is he that does. is that what you get the payoff for living in the house forever is you get eternal youth, but once you step outside, that you shrivel and die? <laughs> Just trying to get the confines of this horror horror movie that I'm writing in my head. I mean, I think that I think it's fair to, to address the um I whatever I was about to say there was gonna be offensive. To address the fact that Candace Cameron whatever mm. is part of this. Um Yeah. Like it does become a horror show because now on Fuller House, she is our she is our Danny Tanner, and that's just you know it's sad because DJ Tanner was such an idol to me when I was young. <laughs> All I, I wanted was to look like DJ Tanner to have her bedroom her whole like the color scheme when she gets her own bedroom in the in the season when she moves into Michelle's room and she has her own room. Um, that color scheme of her bedroom, I modeled my first, like when I got to pick my own bedroom colors and stuff, it was after that. Oh. It was all those, you know, like um, mauve and teal and you remember that? Yeah. And kind of shimmery. That was that was before the Moons and Stars bedroom? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I remember that one. Yep. And uh, and it was all modeled after DJ's room because I just thought she was the coolest. And she had that big hair. Gosh, I wanted her big hair. She had huge hair. I wanted she that and hair. And Aunt Becky. Aunt Becky had some big hair, too. Yeah. I mean, it was the era of big hair. Yeah. But, and I mean, now- D- DJ and, and the actress that play her are not the same character. I, I haven't watched enough Full House to know. I mean, I don't know if they bring... I know that... She's a pretty hateful lady in real life. I don't know if they bring those politics onto the show. Boy, that would be a spin. I was going to say. I would doubt it. I feel like I didn't know that about her until... Because Fuller House is over. Like, it only lasted two years, right? Two I seasons? thought it was... Is it over? I, I didn't know it was still going. That shows you how much I know about Fuller House. I have no idea. I, I watched a little bit, and I... It was... Uh, I mean, like, there was a little nostalgia at first, and yeah. then... And I knew... I mean, so, like... Candace Cameron now Burr Burry Burray something I don't know how to pronounce her new last name um it's Kirk Cameron's sister so like I mean you kind of always had to imagine that if you asked her enough questions she'd give you answers you wouldn't be thrilled about sure um I was shocked that she's as openly um hateful to the LGBTQ plus community as she is wasn't she also famously rude to Jojo Siwa? Uh, I I think so. Yes. I believe so. Which I didn't know. I mean, again, until later. But 
I was I was surprised. I mean, which it all it all came out over the Hallmark movie thing, right? Hallmark oh, yeah. movies started yeah. including, you know, gay and lesbian storylines. And so Candace was like, well, I'm going to have my own movie channel where it's only straights. Can you imagine <laughs> getting so mad about like, oh, no, instead of. A, a a man in the green sweater and a woman in the red sweater. There's another. There's a. There's another man in the in the other sweater. I gotta. I gotta start a whole TV show out of a network out of this. I can't handle it. Don't know. <laughs> I and that really like I. It shocked me. I mean, I I knew. I, you try not to assume just because someone like goes to church a lot. You know. I mean, you don't want to make that assumption that they're because like. You know, not everyone who attends some sort of religious ceremony is like hate filled towards the mm-hmm. queer community. So you, you try to assume that, well, maybe, maybe well, she really wanted you to know that she was, though. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I know. Well, that's what I mean. Ahead of time. I, but before that, I, I guess I just didn't realize. And then I was probably, you know, a little blinded by my love for DJ Tanner. Look at look at Jody Sweeten, though. That's true. She came out like fully anti Candace Cameron. Mm-hmm. For and, and you can't tell me with the way that the the Olsen twins dress that they aren't at least very good friends with many members of the LGBTQ community. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, and it makes you wonder too. And I don't know because when we talking about the Olsen twins, that's like a whole other issue yeah. because like they had to grow up in the public eye, and I think that they've probably suffered a lot of the sort of like trials and tribulations of child stars right Mm -hmm. like their life must have been tough to everything was always on i mean their whole from when they were babies Mm -hmm. everything is on film and that's a tough road but they obviously wanted nothing to do with this new project yeah like made a point of not just saying like oh we can't they were like absolutely not and and who knows what that's all yeah. about? You know, is that is that just because like there's too much trauma associated with all that in the past, or did they take one look at Candace Cameron and say, yeah, no, <laughs> nope, I, no, no, no? I mean, I, it's the I don't know, like it's just different standards. But like, even, like one of the first episodes, there's this like Mich- Michelle Tanner's butt like being shown, and like that just feels a little. I don't know. That sucks for a baby to like, uh, who's now an adult to look back and be like, I didn't get to say like, hey, yeah, let's let's just have yeah my naked baby butt on national my television. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I I do kind of feel like I I don't I don't know what the standards are for for children in Hollywood now, but that feels a little egregious. <laughs> I mean, I don't know either. You would certainly hope that they've changed, um, but I mean, obviously. Uh, I don't know. There was a lot. I mean, and there are lots of storylines and things that are done on Full House that would not in any way hold up to like our current standards of just like that's like that's not a decent thing to do or say mm-hmm. or talk about. Like, um, I even remember they try to do one, an episode that I remember well, where they're trying to deal with DJ and her thinking she's overweight. Mm-hmm. Do you remember this one? So she stops eating and starts like riding the exercise bike till she almost passes out. Mm. And with that whole storyline, there are like there are adults who give advice that isn't like you're beautiful, you're perfect, you're wonderful. Like this is not 
you don't, you know, your body is strong and amazing just the way it is and you don't need to do it. Like, yes, all of that sort of messaging is part of it, but there's also like, there are healthy ways to lose weight. <laughs> like that's yeah. part of it too. And it's like, yeah. ah, well, ah. <laughs> almost full house, almost. Um, I also, we can't talk about, of course, um, drama and bad press associated with the cast of Full House without talking about Aunt Becky. Oh, yeah. I mean, she, she went oh, to jail. She right. crimes. That's right. <laughs> yeah. She, she, she went to jail. Bought, bought her kid into, into school, yep. right? Yep. Into, a, into a fancy so school. Photoshopped her yeah. daughter's face onto a rowing, a rower so she could get a rowing scholarship even though she didn't row, I guess. <laughs> that oh, that whole scandal, that crime, everything I read about it, it was so wild. Mm-hmm. I I didn't even know how to feel or think about any of it. I think my main thing with it was, because uh, they did a whole Netflix documentary about it because it wasn't just Aunt Becky. It was like a whole ring of yeah uber famous and uber wealthy people um the uh, thing about it for me is if i were the kids of these people do you know how like offended i'd be if my parents knew the only way for me to get into a good college was for them to like pay thousands and thousands of dollars for someone to secretly take my act for me and not tell me and then like pay someone to photoshop me onto someone playing a sport i don't play like (laughs) i feel bad (laughs) and wasn't was it her daughter that like kind of had like her own thing going as far as like an internet career? Yeah, like mm-hmm. like I don't know what TikTok, YouTube, something. She was an influencer whatever. and didn't even want to go to college. Like she made videos explicitly saying like I just want to I'm making money doing this. I don't want to go to school. Like I don't I have no interest in it. Yeah, it is that, it that, is wild. It is just a wild whole series of events. It was yeah. It was also wild, and it was like. I don't know. I, I didn't know how to feel about any of it um, other than like I was disappointed in Aunt Becky. I just mm-hmm. didn't. <laughs> this is very against, I think, the, the open loving atmosphere that Full House establishes. This is what yeah. happens when you leave the house. You become a monster. You become a monster. <laughs> DJ and Aunt must... Becky strayed too far from the house. Well, this is why you must stay in the house. I think this is, again, this is like a, a metaphorical sense to say we're not moving into your basement. Mm-mm. Okay. <laughs> 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 you can have your own bathroom. You don't have to share one. Well, it's, a, it's it's your basement. It's your basement. <laughs> it's a walkout basement, though. So, like, you know, your cats live down there. You both love cats. I have guinea You're pigs. You're gonna keep putting cats in the basement. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying to draw Taylor in. <laughs> there are 82 cats in the basement now. <laughs> Taylor, you have to come. Taylor, it's just cats. <laughs> cats all the time just go it it's just like a just the there's no you can't see the ground anymore it's just cats like ah become one i'm gonna start putting like maybe maybe then i'm gonna hang like 50 bird feeders outside the windows so then there's like flocks of birds and it's filled with cats look you can be amongst the cats and look at the birds after all those cats and birds how will i have time for your for wacky hijinks with your children uh i don't we'll have to watch full house again to figure it out I know there's time in there. You also you have Wrap to have a you have to have in. a third one to complete the nope the image. Okay, nope. well see then you don't you don't so get the you, yeah. you haven't completed the ritual so you don't get yeah you 
don't get the full house. I will not have a third one. I will not do it. I will. I will not. I'm done. Well, you can't be full house. Sorry. That's how it works. Uh, it is. It's. It's sad to think about. Um, I, I try to focus on the fictional characters of Full House, and not have to perseverate well, too much. Well, it is a fictional on, TV show. Yeah, I mean that's that's really uh, you know um, I they all did love each other and support each other and they stayed there together forever and that's so nice. Yeah. Um, yeah, there are a few people like Bob Saget seemed like a, I mean he was a very very you know raunchy <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. comedian but i think beloved otherwise mm-hmm. as far as mm-hmm. media goes he's even mm-hmm. cool <laughs> we can't yeah. we can't get into the whole dave coulier alanis morissette controversy yeah. that's too big what? for this episode john stamos he's he's never done anything i don't wrong, I think right so. he's fine you know tay i i'm at this point now where like i don't think so but i also try to just hold this place in my heart like sacred and say like anyone can hurt you sydney don't oh wow (laughs) you never know that's fair (laughs) if dj tanner can hurt you anyone can hurt you (laughs) yeah um but it really was i mean we all watched it together this would have been uh before you of course rilo but we all sat and watched yeah. it together. It made Dad cry a lot. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. I learned everything I know about hair and makeup from DJ Tanner, which explains a lot. Yes. <laughs> um, Your hair's not ev- quite that big, though. And my, yeah, I, can't, I can't make it that big. I, I had perms when I was younger in, a, in an attempt to look like DJ Tanner. Mm. But, yeah, I can't get there. I always related more to Michelle. (laughs) (laughs) Well, because she's just, you know, she's not, a lot of times she's not like an essential part to a plot, but then she just shows up every once in a while and everyone's like, oh, there's Michelle. She's cute. (laughs) I get it. Does that make me Stephanie? Is that that where I'm I don't know. I think you get to pick. Yeah. I don't think I get to pick. <laughs> the house I mean, of signs. <laughs> There's always Kimmy Gibbler. Ouch. Well, I'm just or, saying there are other characters. There's boyfriend Steve, who did the voice of Aladdin. You know, one thing that became like an ongoing joke that always like made me uncomfortable, even as a child, was how much Danny Tanner hated Kimmy Gibbler. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Like, that was a child. That, yeah. Like, that wasn't part, just I, annoyed by her. Like, visibly, no. like, hated Kimmy Gibbler. Like yes. it's like a, a like a well received joke. Like, oh yeah, you know, every every child has that best friend that you just loathe as an adult <laughs> and mm-hmm. just talk down to constantly. <laughs> and you're openly hostile to. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that is wild in retrospect. Yeah, like I said, there there are a lot of things that it's like, oh well, we don't especially as like a parent, I'm like, well, I would never ever They have a whole thing where Aunt Becky teaches DJ how to wear makeup. And I was watching this and she was talking about like the important thing is no one can know you're wearing makeup and like that's the trick to it and all this. And I'm like, oh, no. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) but I remember being given that advice. Mm -hmm. So (laughs) it was very of a time. That is the one thing I will say about Full House. It never stops being of a time beginning to end. That show is so. 80s and 90s coded just the aesthetics the conversations mm-hmm. all of it 
some shows you could pick up and play in a different time period and you know it wouldn't make too much of a difference not full house mm-hmm. not full house that's why fuller house didn't work mm-hmm. which by the way fuller house is over and in 2020 okay. yes it lasted for five seasons though which is more than i thought did dj and steve end up together yes they did right because she wasn't it like very it was supposed to be similar to Danny Tanner that she was married and he died and mm-hmm. then she reconnected with boyfriend Steve. Was oh, that what happened? I think so. Yes. Yes. Like when he, the show yeah, starts he, the reason she's moved back is because her husband died. Yes, uh, her husband died and Steve is divorced. Oh, they run okay. into each other and Steve has also been married but is now divorced, I believe. But yes, they at the end of the show, he marries DJ in a triple wedding. What are the other two? Stephanie marries Jimmy. Don't I don't know Where's who that Jimmy? is. And uh, Kimmy marries her ex-husband, and like they've been together and divorced a couple times or something. Oh. For Fernando. Oh, that's right. Well. Oh my gosh! All these think pieces about Fuller House. I can't. <laughs> I can't. I'm just. I can't even look at. Well, at least DJ and Steve ended up together, I guess. That's all that matters. That's all that matters. Anyway, uh, what's next, Tay? Uh, you know, it's. I guess it's another kind of offbeat family dynamic, but maybe, I don't want to say not, not as wholesome. I guess wholesome in a, a different way. Uh, uh, TikTok just feeds me movies that makes me watch them again. Uh, Little Miss Sunshine is, is oh. the one I've been fed most recently. Yeah. So I want to talk about that. Perfect. I always love that movie, that but now that the the main the titular little girl reminds me of one of your kids, Sid. I, I rewatched it mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, much. Like one of your kids. Yeah. I definitely think that's true. Excellent. Okay, all right. All right. Well, we will watch Little Miss Sunshine for next week. Thank you both for enduring some Full House for me. <laughs> you know, it it is dated, but it it doesn't it holds up okay. It's still like yeah. it is as entertaining as you would expect Full House to be. Mm-hmm. In like the wholesome, like you know, family fun way. Yeah, I watched a lot of season one, and I found it a lot more engaging. Like the early, mm-hmm. like the like the early stuff. Uh, <laughs> I, you know, uh, for me, it was sort of the like TV equivalent to like Archie comics. Mm-hmm. Archie yeah. comics are rarely like funny, funny. Mm-hmm. You know. And the storylines are not particularly like you like you can't figure it out. They're on a bunch of plot twists or anything. Okay. Um, but there's some. But I just keep reading them. There's something about them that's comforting and engaging and mm-hmm. warm. I don't know. Well, you go into each episode or issue knowing like there will be a mild inconvenience that will be warmly resolved. Yep, mm-hmm. and that is nice. That is nice. <laughs> it is nice. And no one will ever leave. Exactly. Mm. That's Sydney's well, dream. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, <laughs> listeners. Um, thank you to Maximum Fun. Uh, thank you to everybody who donated last week uh, in, uh, uh, or the last two weeks as part of the Max Fun Drive and became a, a regular donating member. We appreciate you. We thank you so much. Um, you can go to MaximumFun.org Check out a lot of great shows You'll enjoy You can tweet at us At StillBuff You can email us At StillBuffering At MaximumFun.org And thank you to the novellas For our theme song Baby Change Your Mind This has been Your cross-generational guide To the culture that made us I am Riley Smurl I'm Sydney McRoy And I'm Taylor Smurl I am Still Buffering 
am. And I am too. I didn't know that was the words. That's so many hands. That's terrifying. (laughs) Are you tired of being picked on for only wanting to talk about your cat at parties? Do you feel as though your friends don't understand the depth of love you have for your guinea pig? When you look around a room of people, do you wonder if they know sloths only have to eat one leaf a month? Have you ever dumped someone for saying they're just not an animal person? Us too. She's Alexis B. Preston. She's Ella McLeod. And we host Comfort Creatures. The show where you can't talk about your pets too much, animal trivia is our love language, and dragons are just as real as dinosaurs. Tune in to Comfort Creatures every Thursday on Maximum Fun. MaximumFun.org Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.